We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into episode 153 of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCready. That is Tyler Siski here on this Monday. It's President's Day. Hope everyone had uh, a good weekend. And um, as we start to wind down February, get close to March, all that comes with March, March Madness. One of my favorite times of the year. Spring football. Talking spring football. Remember that show on WNSP? <laughs> No, I you don't remember that? Uh-uh. I tell I the story know. all the time. When I got to WNSP in Mobile, they said, uh, "Hey, we might need you to uh, host, you know, talking football in the fall." And I was like, "Okay, who's that?" And it was like Scott Hunter and somebody, you know, Auburn, Alabama. Yeah. And they're like, "And we have a show in the spring." And I was like, "What's it called?" <laughs> And I went, let me guess, talking spring football? And they're like, how'd, hey, you, know? how'd hey. you know? <laughs> but, I told y'all, this guy this guy knows his shit. Yeah. I told y'all. But so I used to just make fun of it. It was, uh, it was Scott Hunter, you know, the former Alabama quarterback. Mm-hmm. He'd say, talking spring football. Mm. Well, Neil. Head over to the captain's table and tell him <laughs> Scott sent you. <laughs> That's good. I can't follow that up. But I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. Neil, your boy is rocking. The peach nectarine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you knew this or not. This is almost like a Chilton County peach in a can. That's what I've heard. That's what I've this heard. Is, this is on fire. And for those of you that don't like the peach, we need to get your test buds checked out. If you don't like peach, and especially the peach rainstorm, we have to get your your taste buds checked out. You know what? This, let me tell you what this tastes identical to. It just hit me. Mm-hmm. After after the five cases I've had of this, yeah, you know what just hit me? What's that? Do you did you ever like Jolly Ranchers? Oh yeah, this is a hundred percent identical to a peach Jolly Rancher. That okay. used to be my favorite flavors. If you like the peach Jolly Rancher, I mean that's what it is. What's your favorite Jolly Rancher? Man, I like sour apple. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't dislike any of the like any of the flavors or anything like that. I just like some less than others. Um, I, I realized the other I like day. The, I like the grape. 
So the grape Skittles, I realized the other day eating a bag of Skittles at the ballpark that grape Skittles, I, I determined that that was my favorite Skittle. Oh, okay. Like I like those kind of candies, the gummy worms, uh, Sour Patch Kids, not Sour Patch Kids, is that what they're called? Yeah, Sour yeah, Patch Sour Kids. Patch kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, between my kids, I have a bunch of that kind of stuff around the house, and I call it taxing my kids. They come in with it, I'm taking half of it. What's the blue Jolly Rancher? What's it called? It's uh, uh, They got several. Yeah, Berry, some kind of berry. Some probably. kind of berry, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I like the blue one. Yeah, it was good there. Yeah, like we said, we're brought to you uh, each and every show, all 153, by our friends at Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. So please check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Neil, Cooper Chevrolet chat is already bumping, getting excited for Daytona, um, talking about some rain, but just remind everybody, over at Cooper Chevrolet, they have slash prices on over 70 quality pre-owned vehicles. You can go to cooperchevrolet.com backslash pre-owned. Plus, you can get low 1.9% APR on select certified pre-owned Chevy, Buicks, Toyotas, Jeeps, Nissans, Hondas, and more. Call 256-236-4481, and you can save thousands of dollars when you finance with them. 256-236-4481. So you had a uh, frozen weekend out at the uh, out at the ballpark, Neil. I was, I, it is that time of the year again, my friend. I was really hoping Saturday, uh, all of last week, I was re- just kept hoping that I would wake up and it was going to be like a bad dream, and that I would be at a soccer game on Saturday night. I wasn't. I was instead at a basketball game, which was not where I wanted to be. I would have traded with you on Saturday because Neil, and the all the the diehard McCready and Siski fans that we have out there. Yep. It is travel baseball ick season. It has started. So for the new people we have listening, which I know we got some. And everything I hear is that travel baseball parents make travel soccer parents look like diplomats. I will say this. Our our group that we have on our team, really cool. Yeah. Like I, That's almost a prerequisite for me <laughs> to participate. We have a cool group. Um, there is another set of parents <laughs> – that they have a child that's Knox's age and Brock's age. So we kind we already knew each other. So we've been going through this together for a while. So um but we have a really, really chill, cool group of parents. So we don't have any problems with the we're the Oxford Royals this year. I saw the uniforms, y'all, the the baby blues, right? You saw them. I did. I saw a picture of, of them somewhere and I was like Fresh. I'm, I'm kind of jealous Fresh. of the uni, the the pants and everything. A full full baby blue with the navy blue. I mean, looks just like the old school rolls uniforms. <laughs> Fresh. Do the do the kids know how lucky they are to have those unis? All right. So Knox, my eight year old, you know, he has. If you have a younger child, and you went through it because you had two girls, but I have a I have all boys, so yep. I have an eight year old, and the next closest is sixteen. Mm-hmm. So he probably has some lingo and some things that he gets passed down that's probably a little bit advanced for his age. But he came out of the bedroom on Saturday morning and goes, man, I look fresh. <laughs> so he, he knows. He, he, knew, he knew that he was, looking, he, he was looking good. And I said, well, just make sure that you – and they got a white belt. Yeah. Well, hey. Yeah. My man Drew, he's – How about that? Drew's got the uniform combos picked up. Because you were the man. Orioles a year ago. All right, so the, we've we've gone through the Orioles, okay, the Oxford Orioles. 
Um, worst baseball team that ever was ever assembled. Yes. We couldn't do anything. Right. They've worked hard. They practice. It's not because they don't practice. They actually, they practice. I get, I give Drew shit all the time because he practices year round. But I was like, you know, we're, we're a professional practice team. But they have, they're all kidding aside, they have gotten better. And uh, I know this is going to shock everybody because it shocked me. I was shocked. The Oxford Royals won the baseball tournament on Saturday. No way. I don't know if we've ever won a bracket game. Wow. And just, hey, just ran the whole whole damn thing, won the wow. whole damn thing. Um, and it's amazing that it's almost like if you hit the baseball and you play defense, you can win games. That's And at that age, rule. eight years old, yeah, it matters. But, Neil, it was the first tournament of the year, and it comes with its icks. Okay. And <laughs> I would have icks anyway. Um, I have more icks because this is my third go-around with this stuff. Yeah. Um, so let's go with ick one. Okay. Um, ick one was we had a grandfather on opposing team. There was a – there was some, all, all day there's questionable calls, right? So at this age, which should happen – Yeah. The umpires reward good plays. Okay, so like if the ball's hitting a hole and the guy spins around and throws a, a dart to first base and it's a bang bang play, exactly. you're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're out. Yeah. You're not going to be safe. There is no tie goes the runner. If yeah. it's close, you're out. Yeah, they reward good plays. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> there was a play on the internet last week <laughs> where the runner beat the throw by like twelve feet. No, no, no we're not doing that. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, dude just wants to go home. Yeah. We we reward good plays at this age. But it's not it's not bad. So so look, they did a great job. They, the umpires were great. They were there all day. Um and I probably should start it with this. My first ick was that we were playing the freaking tournament. That's my first ick. It was cold. It's Neil. Too cold. Neil, I hate. I fucking hate cold weather. Okay? We're past five minute mark. Is that what you're I looking was just at? Checking. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you picking the top. Oh. So I hate it, man. I hate it. And it was like, I don't know, mid thirties. It was overcast and the wind was blowing from the north. And we were in Cenotopia right off the interstate. So there's nothing to block the no, wind. Uh-uh. And dude, it was just it was howling. It was miserable. Um, I felt so bad. I can't make this up. We had a kid on our team who played right field. They hit a ball in one of the games, hit a ball to right field. Dude, he's just holding on the ball. And everybody's yelling, throw it in, throw it in. And and homie's just circling the bases. He's not even – he's trying to – He can't, his hands were literally frozen He open. couldn't grab it. He couldn't grab the baseball. And he was upset because he, he couldn't do anything with the baseball. He could, he physically could not grab the baseball. So us playing in tournament was stupid. Yeah. Okay, so that was my first tick. But we had a we had a grandpa – a grandpa had a close play. And, it ever, and for the most part, parents pretty good, man. Yeah. But out of the blue, man, it gets hey, gets gets bracket play. Things things get ramped up a <laughs> yeah. notch, and you know it's Cause, time because hey, you hadn't won anything till you won the Cenotopia Invitation. <laughs> hey, you hadn't won anything till you won one of the rings they come out with. You know, everybody gets rings too. Yeah, um, you know it's kind of funny. I, I joked with my kids the other day. I said, you know, in my first when I made a wheel, which was a big deal back then. I, I've I've divvied out my rings from football to uh-huh. my kids because they're probably worth something a little bit. and They probably mean something to everybody. But shit, my kids got eighty seven thousand rings from being runner up <laughs> yeah. in a Cenotopia tournament or whatever it is. They don't even value those things. But anyway, he starts yelling at the umpire how you suck. <laughs> you suck. And nobody else is even talking. And everybody's kind of like, 
is he talking to the umpire? This is eight-year-old baseball. I'm cold. I want to go home. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it was a bang-bang play, but just he's yell. He, he's out. I mean, listen. He's out. You when suck. It, when it's that cold, everybody generally knows if it's close, it's a strike. And if it's close, you're out. Yeah. Whatever. You're, you're out of here. And, and frankly, if it's even kind of close, because we got we to gotta get out of here. Yeah. Because you know the umpire's cold. Yeah. All right. So that's really my, that's going to be my only parent ick. I got a couple coaching icks. Okay. All right. They're eight. They're eight, Neil. Yeah. Okay. Let's do a little bit less coaching and a little bit more encouraging. They're eight. I was cold. I wanted to go home. I wanted the games to get over with. Yeah. Between every pitch, I about said I, I, I didn't say yeah. I, I've got my one f bomb in the day. Okay. Between every f and pitch, okay, we had to te- we had to call timeout. No, no, and go tell little Johnny, hey, keep your elbow up. Hey, watch the ball all the way to the bat. Well, no shit. <laughs> I, I got pissed. I got pissed, and I said, how about just letting them hit? They're eight. Swing hard, run fast in case you hit it. Like they're eight. And we are coaching these kids up like like our like hey look right, Alex guy. Anthopoulos may may get rid of Snicker in the middle of the season and I hire you because you are a great hitting coach. Let the kids play the game. Like we didn't come here to watch you call timeout and walk down the third baseline and take up ten minutes of telling little Johnny to keep his elbow up. If little Johnny strikes out, it's gonna be okay. Hey, he ain't gonna remember, and he's not gonna remember. He's probably you know what you know what little Johnny hears. He wants to go home. Do you want me to tell you what little Johnny hears? Yeah. Womp 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 womp. I'm cold. I'm hungry. I want to. Yeah. I want a sucker. Yeah. I want to go home too. I hope we're having chicken tenders tonight. Hey, just hey, hey, <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, come on, hey, are we going? Uh, we going? Hey, we going? Yeah, it's either frozen nuggets from Tyson. Yeah, that's or are we going Chick Fil A nuggets? Which one are we going with yeah. tonight? That's what they're thinking about. Yeah, are we going to Zaxby's? Yeah, where are we going? After, oh, <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. That's that's a, that's a that's a travel ball favorite. Just just hey, hey, good job, little Johnny. Hey, let's go, babe. You're doing a good job. All right, so that's one. All right. All right, so, all right, here's the next thing. Don't be a CYA coach, all right? So, for all you guys out there, CYA means cover your ass coach. All right, I see this a lot. A coach will screw up a kid. I saw this the other day. Kids running second base. Coach is saying, come on, come on, come on. Eight years old now. Yeah. He waits till he gets, I shit you not, Neil, from me to you to third base. And the coach goes, whoa, 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 go back, go back, go back. Okay, so then the kid goes back to second base and gets thrown out. Okay, I saw that. Yeah. Little Johnny comes off. He gets thrown out. He comes jogging off the field past coach. Coach ripping him. An eight-year-old? Ripping an eight-year-old. No. I was like, no, 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 no. If you screw up on it and say, hey, that's my bad. Hey, you're okay. Yeah. Hey, because, look, I've coached third base a lot. And I, I will I, – I don't believe in the stop sign, but we're running. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're yeah. running. We're going to make you throw us out. If you get thrown out, hey – Parents, y'all leave him alone. That's on me. That's my fault. Be the I, hey, I screwed him up. That's my fault. Don't do the stopping two feet before third base and tell him to go back. We don't do that. That's that's and don't and then yell and try to make a point like I didn't tell you to do that. The hell you did. I just saw you do it. <laughs> like trying to say in front of the parents, I didn't screw it up. It was little Johnny. No, it was your fault. So that bothered me. That was it. And then the last thing, and this actually, this really really irritates me beyond all get off. And there's going to be people on here that probably agree with this. I think this is complete bullshit. I cannot stand 
You know where I'm going with this, don't you? I, I think so. I cannot stand. There's time limits on these games, okay? It's at the end of the game, and you got, man, how much? And it, you never fails. It's the coach that goes, how much time we got left? It's that guy. How much time we got left? We got four minutes. And you look up, you got one out, and you know, man. So if I'm hitting, I'm like, hey, time. <laughs> hey, little Johnny, listen. I'm up here. I'm talking to you. I'm trying to. I'm trying to kill some time so we can win the game. Or, or I've seen this happen to me one time when I was coaching uh, my son's team. I think this was last year, the year before last. Uh, an opposing coach changed pitchers six times in the last inning to oh, not to on. not go to not go to the next inning. Come on, change pitchers six times. All right, so don't be that guy. I think it teaches the kids shortcuts. Um, we actually had a coach in this tournament that the way the rules are and they run the bases, he was trying to tell the kids to do, to give the ball to the umpire or to the other coach instead of playing baseball. How about let's learn how to get them out or let's learn how to do it playing baseball. I don't believe in teaching kids shortcuts on how to, on how at eight years old on how to cheat. Winning is not that important at eight years old. Yeah. Let's all win, but let's don't, let's don't start it. Start those kind of habits. It doesn't matter at eight. So those are my icks from this weekend. I think I'll have to check with Drew. Uh, I see Drew's in chat, so he's probably in here seeing Drew did good. Our guys did good. Because um, if they screw it, I'll, I'll, I'll give them shit. Uh, but I, I don't think we have a tournament this weekend. I think Drew's trying to trying not to kill me. So he's a big Ole Miss baseball fan too. So if Ole Miss is playing baseball in town, I think our schedule, our schedule runs around that. So we have uh, we don't have life advice today, but when we do, it's brought to you by Cole Walters. That State. should have been life advice. Could have been, but you don't call it that. Been brought to you by Cole Walters, State Farm Insurance. Cole is licensed in auto, home, life, health, business, and pet insurance for the whole state of Georgia. Contact Cole at 706-525-7850. You can also find him at ColeWaltersInsurance.com. We're also brought to you by Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Whatever tomorrow takes you, uh, get ready. With uh, pre-prepared, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have more than 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan plus, veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with more than 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today. Have a, a good week of meals ready to go. They got the two-minute meals. Uh, snacks, smoothies, and more. You can sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. It's the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easy. It's uh, flexible for your schedule, too. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash MPW50 and use the code MPW50 to get 50% off. Again, that's code MPW50 at factormeals.com slash MPW50 to get 50% off. All right, in the Cooper Chevrolet chat, I got to say this for move on. My man Drew, I didn't... (laughs) I just looked down and saw it was not Drew. Drew wanted to make sure in the chat that everybody knew that was not him. He did not receive any of the X. Drew does a great job. Drew's our pitcher. Yeah. Sometimes when we need to like lose a game or something to get like 
I always mess with Drew. This is how serious I am about eight-year-old baseball. If we can lose a game and get the first game in the tournament so we can get out there a little earlier, I'd be like, Drew, a little two-seam action going on yeah. right here. So we can strike out the side. Yeah, get a little, get a little move. Drew on. will. Drew will yeah. pump it up, get us out of there early. Yeah. I won't tell the parents you do that, Drew. That's mine and Drew's signal. Y'all's a secret. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I want to um, – I know I told this on your board the other day, um, but I know, obviously know we have a ton of people that listen that, that don't participate. <laughs> um, what's What did you say? I'm laughing at Drew in the chat. Oh, go, he's, go ahead. He's serious. Um, <laughs> something that happened last Thursday. So we had our show on Thursday, um, and we had to go do the miracle. <laughs> Imagine this: Drew had us a Drew had us a practice game last Thursday. So I had a I had a baseball game at five thirty with Knox, and then Knox had a basketball game at seven thirty. Yeah. So we go do that. And we're rushing between to get them there. Um, from baseball, changing clothes, getting the basketballs. Last basketball game of the year for those guys. And on our team, on Knox's ba- uh, basketball team, uh, one of the Ole Miss assistant son is on our team. Good okay. player. All right. Great guy. And then I don't want to out them who they are in case they want that stuff private. But right. um, on the other team was another Ole Miss assistant. His son was on the other team. Oh. And so it was the first time we'd played them. It was the last game of the year. Think they had a wager on that? Uh, probably. But I saw probably, and I, I want to I want to kind of say this publicly because they didn't go there with any kind of public intention. They didn't do any social media post or anything like that. So it was very genuine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Um, you see people do things like that and they got to have the Twitter out. Hey, look at me. Look what I'm doing today. Oh yeah. You know, but this wasn't for Twitter. Um, it wasn't for anything, but it was very genuine. So we get there and Chris Beard, the entire basketball staff and the entire basketball team come to this game. It's Thursday night at seven 30 at the, at the local park. Okay. Yeah. Um, they all come together. They made it so fun for the kids um, one of the other team's coach didn't show up, so two of the younger uh, coaches, uh, allegedly, I don't know if it's legal or not, coached the, coached the other eight-year-old team. Uh, one of the young GAs gets out there, makes everybody stand, and he sings the national anthem to start the game at a, you know, a little park deal. And the entire, um, the entire staff and everybody uh, was there. And I'm talking about they had air horns. I mean, they were loud. They were cheering for the kids. It was really cool. Oh, that's cool. And then for my kid, my eight-year-old, it made his life, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, he got to play basketball in front of Chris Beard. Oh, yeah. You know, he's big. My son's a big Ole Miss fan. Yeah. And so he was, it made his it made his life, man. He, I mean, all of his favorite players were over there. You know, he sees, you know, Alex Flanagan over there, and he's like, hey, Dad. You know, he, I mean, it just it's really cool. And to not do it to get attention yeah. makes it even cooler. And as a coach, this is something I noticed that really was big time for me. Not, and I look because I was like, I know how I would be. I'm just being honest. How I would have been if I had to, if I was in that situation. Easy to pull out that phone. Not one coach or person pulled out a phone and ever looked at their phone the entire hour they were over there. No, that's super cool. So they were engaged. You know, it was just something that was. Yeah. Uh, it stuck out to me, and you know, whether he he wins a bunch or loses every game from here on out, Chris Beard and his staff will always have a have a fan in me. Um, because he's the, he's the real deal. And it's beyond for me though. It's beyond basketball. Oh, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? No, no, that, no. That means absolutely. All, that's that's a mm-hmm. that's a character. Yep. Um, yep. That tells a lot about who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I respect the shit out of that. So, um, was really um, that was really impressive. All right, just want to tell that to everybody that didn't get to see that story earlier. All right, Neil, I want to do something in honor of this. Is like when I usually start uh, doing basketball. 
now the football's over, but obviously I've been in it the whole year this year because of my criteria club. <laughs> yeah. So we got three weeks left in regular season. Yep. Um, and I want to do since 99% of our base, or I'd say 95% of our base is SEC based. I want to do an SEC, and this is with you. You cover the sport. You cover Ole Miss. Um, I watch every game. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do a three weeks left in regular season, and we're going to treat every team like their stocks. Okay. And I'm going right. to ask you, are you buying? Are you selling? Or are you just holding on to it? Okay. All right. And I just, there's no particular order here. I just wrote them down as they came to my head. All right. All, the Auburn Tigers. We'll go to the West first. I'm buying. Not, ton, not tons of it, but I'm buying it. I like their team. Jalen Williams' injury is not severe. He's going to be back in a couple of weeks. I, I'm, I'm buying Auburn. I was by Auburn. I think I'm hold Auburn because of the injury. Yeah. Um, I guess he's out for the rest of the regular season. It's said two weeks. Might be back for the last week of the regular season. I want to see him get back. But they, the one thing they do have is they have depth. They have a lot of dudes that they play. Do. They have a lot of dudes, that, lot of dudes that score. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question about Auburn and basketball moving forward because this is what I'm getting into is when it comes to tournament time, a lot of it's who's getting hot at the right time of the year. Sure. Does it concern you – how different they've been at home and away. Yes. And when you start going tournament, going into the neutral, now, neutral courts. that's they're far from alone in that category, though. I mean, that is something that's super per- pervasive in college basketball this year, the home road splits. So Auburn is not – Auburn has lots of company in that room. Yeah, but I'm, there's of. just – they seem more than others. The split seems further than others to me. Like they beat well, I mean, what, they, South Carolina by 40 yeah, at I mean, home and uh, lose by 40 I mean, at I mean, they have a real home court advantage, which is why the Kentucky win was so impressive for Kentucky. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Auburn's really, really good at home. But they've been pretty good on the road too. I mean, they, you know, they, they, they've done some things on the road. So I'm, I'm, I'm buying. You buying? I'm yeah. going to hold. Okay. All right, the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'm buying it. I am buying it. Buying it. They, uh, they can score in so many ways. Uh, they're a better defensive team than they get credit for. And when you score the way they score, you don't have to be a great defensive team. The only thing that would scare me about Bama in the tournament is if they played a team that could get it into a slog and if they played a team that the refs let the game get kind of physical where Bama got bullied a little bit because their offense, they'll get to the free throw line a million times. Um. I mean, it, it, look, it's this way for every team with the possible exception of Connecticut in the tournament. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You are a bad draw away from disaster. Yeah, I'd say them in Houston. Yeah, maybe Houston too. Interesting to see Houston tonight at Iowa State. Yeah, no, that they're at home. Because oh, they are at home. Because they are in the criteria. Oh, tonight. okay. There you go. <laughs> oh. um, Alabama, I'm I'm buying as well, and here's why. I've always said that. Oh, once Alabama doesn't shoot well in the game because they give up a ton of points, but hell, I'm still saying it. And we're three weeks later. They just keep they just keep doing it. You know, yeah. it's kind of like South Carolina. At some point in time, you had to give them a little bit of credit. They just keep doing it. Uh, I'm buying Alabama. Um, they do. They can just freaking score, man. Jeez. Oh no, they, they're 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 legit. All right, Texas A&M. I'm interested um, to see your deal here. Um, kind of holding, kind of holding. They're they're a little inconsistent. Uh, I love Taylor. I think Radford's a good player. I think Buzz is a terrific coach. I just don't know that they have the inside presence that you need to make a real run. So I'm probably holding. They're 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 solid, but I don't know. Hold slash sell. Texas A and M. I am on a. I'm yeah. I guess I'm where I'm. I'm a hold slash sell. I'm probably closer to the sell than I am holding. But I just keep waiting. It's the end of the year. It's now's the time. Yeah, and I've well, been waiting for this build. And sometimes it's just the been, button. Sometimes you hit the button and it doesn't open. I thought they had a moment a couple of weeks ago with, ten, with Tennessee, and then it's just. Eh. But kind of everybody's had that moment this year. Everybody gets <sighs> a moment, you know, where they win a game and stuff. But you got to build on. You got to be more consistent. Do they make the that. tournament? Uh I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right, which that means probably the last game of the regular season will probably hold some water here because the next team is Ole Miss. <sighs> kind of selling. I'm holding. Um, I mean, you could talk me into holding. I don't know that you could talk me into buying. I don't like their. I don't like their defense lately. I, I'm not crazy about their body language the last few games. They look tired. They're not. They're, they're they're struggling to get Murray going the way that he was going. The other night they turned it over and they really played with fire against Missouri. I mean, they put their hand right up on top of the stove. <laughs> they did, and uh, I don't know the schedules. The schedule's not favorable, man. They got to go to state Wednesday night. They got South Carolina. They still got Bama. They still got A and M at home. I'm a little concerned for them on the trip to Georgia. I mean, I just I, they 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 got to play better. Bottom line, and in the last four games or so, they haven't played so well. I have a, and it it hasn't fixed itself. There is a particular player that plays a lot that I don't think plays with great effort, and that bothers the shit out of me. It really yeah, bothers me. There was a closeout. If, if we're talking about the same player, there was a closeout Saturday night that there wasn't a lot of effort in it, and I was like, dude. You got to you got to want it a little more than that. But in, in that and then like if if he turns the ball over or he misses an easy shot, he he loafs on the back end and it creates numbers on transition and it puts them in bad position and then they, they they're working on 5 on forward and they get a kick for a 3 or whatever, but it, it affects the whole game and for me and I saw it it's what got Memphis yesterday. Memphis Memphis looked like 
They that was the worst effort I've ever seen on a, on a basketball they're, team. They're, they're poorly coached. And if you can't, Memphis is poorly coached. The reason that I, I would you could talk me into holding on Ole Miss is because they're really well coached. Memphis is poorly coached. Yeah, and it almost it, I wish it, it, I wish just, Beard had somebody. To, I wish Beard had somebody that could take the guy's minutes because I think he would do it if he had had an option. Yeah. Um, but anyway, long story short is um, I'm holding. Um, just because it's really I'm holding because of the the entirety of the season. I, I think well they got six games left. Um I think they could go three and three and win the right games in that three and three and get in. Um or they have to win like if they beat Alabama at home well, yeah. and they go three and three, they're gonna get in. They, that's a bad loss in the mix. Well we'll see. Yeah. I'm, look, they need to win one of the three games between Mississippi State, South Carolina and Alabama. Agree. Yeah. Yeah, agree. And then they can't lose one of the others. Yes. And the guy to beat A and M at home. Yep. All right, Mississippi State. Um, yeah, well, I'm probably buying a little, maybe, perhaps. I don't know. They they, they got play, an easier schedule. They played with fire on on Saturday night too. <laughs> they um, did. They were in the criteria. Club. Their their uh, their hand was all over the the top of the stove. Um, I was about to be very upset because they were in the criteria club and they tried to mess that one around. Yeah, they they tried to they, tr- but you could talk me into buying. Um, I would buy towards getting to the tournament. Um, I'm not, I don't think it goes much further. Than oh, that. no, no, no. I don't think they're a second weekend team. No. All right. Uh, Arkansas, this one's going to be pretty easy. Yeah. Miss selling. I mean, they're done. I mean, they're done, done, huh? Yeah, they're done. He's, I think he's leaving. I think, I think he's the next uh, Eric Musselman. I think he's the next coach at Louisville. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of people inside basketball circles who believe that deal is essentially done. I'd believe it. That's what they. I mean, they just. I know they. They have their moments, but geez, my Christmas. All right, uh, the LSU Bengal Tigers buying. I don't think they're going to make the tournament, but I'm buying too. Uh, buying. In, in fact, their last five games are all super winnable. They they steal one, and all of a sudden they get interesting. Their metrics are not good, but uh, I tell you what, I had on the uh, on hand raised guys a couple of weeks ago. I had Blake Lovell on from mm-hmm. Southeastern fourteen, and Blake knows SEC basketball. Yeah, now. he's good. And he he was at the time LSU wasn't doing anything. He was keep an eye on LSU. There's some there's some positive signs there. And I was like, okay, I'll make a mental note of that. And sure enough, uh, they're doing some good things. He's a good coach now in a league full of good coaches. He's a good coach. Um, they're one to watch for down the road as, as, a, as a program. Yeah, they're 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 interesting. They've they they started really slow, got some guys eligible. Um, they would be a fascinating team if they got to 10 and 8, 11 and 7 in the league. Even though their metrics wouldn't be awesome, I would wonder if some of the people on the committee were like, "Hey, let's let's look at what they've done since January." But I don't know, we'll see. All right, uh let's go to the East. Georgia Bulldogs. I'm selling. I mean, they're trying hard. Uh and they might win a game or two, but they're, they're, they just can't win. They've, they've played so many of the same game where they, they, play, have, they play a close game and they just kind of can't finish it. They get down and then find a way to stay. I mean, they're, they're competing. Yeah, oh, like for they're sure. Not, they're not quitting. They're competing. Um, I'm selling from a long-term standpoint from this year, but I do like the way they – I like watching them play. I think they compete and they try. Yeah. Um, I like that. I mean, I, I listen, I'll give, I'll give credit to a number of teams in that boat. Missouri played really hard the other night. They haven't quit. Arkansas played really hard at Mississippi State with every reason in the world not to. So, yeah, I mean, I'll look, it's a good league. I mean, I'm not going to be the guy that goes, it's the best league ever, top to bottom, boy. It's No, not, no. not that. But, but uh, 
but, but there, there are some there. Are, it is a league where there aren't many teams that if you don't show, you can beat them. Yeah, I know the answer to this one. This is where you send all your NIL collective money to mm-hmm. the Florida Gators. Oh, I'm buying. I mean, I'm good thing I'm buying because I've been sending all my money there. I'm trying to recoup your investment. <sighs> buying it. Do you know how close they are to ten and two in the league? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are. They are close to ten and two in the league. Um. Yeah, I, I'm buying. If you told me right now, pick an SEC team that makes a run in the in the tournament that we're not talking about, this one's it. Yes. This one's it. If I can't have Alabama, Kentucky, Auburn, Tennessee, this yeah. is it. This is this is five. Yes, one hundred. I think I would take them going deeper than Kentucky at this point in time. I know Kentucky's getting hot. Yeah, I, we'll I talk about Kentucky in a minute. Yeah, we'll talk about them next. But I don't know, man. I, they just they're consistent and they're consistently getting better. Yeah, I, I like Florida. I'm buying Kentucky Wildcats. Big Blue Nation. A week ago, I was selling. Now I'm buying. Uh, I want to see what they do this week. But I think last, a week ago, I asked you if is Kyle in trouble, and he was. <laughs> well, look, here's the thing, and you know, you do this in sports. Something that's true on Monday isn't always true on Thursday. I know it Stuff breaks every changes. rule I've ever thought about in my life. But. Stuff changes uh, for whatever reason. Last week, he got guys to play. Multiple guys played different, and they uh, routed Ole Miss. And everybody goes, well, it's just Ole Miss. They've hit the wall. And then they go to Auburn and beat the hell out of Auburn in Auburn, which nobody does. And you're like, well, hold up. They held it's Auburn, time to pay attention to this. They held Auburn to the low, third lowest shooting percentage uh, since uh, Pearl's been there, and the first two were in 2016. So it's the lowest shooting that Auburn has had since, what, how many years is that now? Is that by the old math, eight years? It's eight years. I wonder why more teams don't play corners defensively like this, where you put somebody on both. See how they got guys on both posts? So it makes the area that the goalkeeper has to defend shorter. Yeah, I don't. You got me on that one, yeah. boss. That's Sorry. A, that's a – you and Carson will have to let me know how that works out. Yeah. Soccer strategy is not in my bag of tricks. Um, Missouri Tigers, I think we're both selling there. Yeah. And there's nothing to do there. Yeah. All but right. I'll tell you this. They got East back the other night. Mm-hmm. And if they play as hard as they played the other night. I think they'll get one or two. Everybody better be careful because you don't want to be the one they get because they're Killed it's your, a net killer. Yeah. They're a little they're a little they're that's one of the games on Ole Miss's schedule that you gotta look at and go, hey fellas. Figure it out. Figure it out. All right. This is what I'm interested in. South Carolina Gamecocks. Selling. I think they're regressing to the mean right now. You said it's coming. You've been saying it was coming. I just didn't see it drop off that fast. It's something happened when they went to Auburn and got annihilated. It almost like they had a hangover from that. They looked like shit Saturday. Um, they almost lost at Ole Miss, to Ole Miss at home. Yeah. Probably should have had Ole Miss not played such a horrendous first quarter, first half. I mean. And then didn't Ole Miss go like last four minutes without hitting a field goal or yeah. something too? Yeah. Um, I'm selling. I think I'm with you. I think the regression is here. Um, I still think they'll make the tournament. They've done enough to make the tournament, barring some kind of crazy collapse where they lose six in a row and get out ousted in the first round. But um, I think they're in. But I wouldn't look for them to go. I almost this is one of those games they get in. Let's say they get in a, as a seven eight seed. I'm probably picking them to lose the first round in the NCAA tournament. If things don't change. Agreed. All right, the Tennessee Vols. Uh, buying still, dude. Still very solid, very solid team, dude. They're good, man. Very solid team. They're good. If they get the right draw, I think this is – everybody's going to do the same thing. Rick Barnes, 
Second round, Rick. Okay, cool. But if they get the right draw, I, I, I don't think I'll, it's. I don't think second round Rick's coming to play this year. I, I think they're a second weekend team. I do too. I wouldn't be surprised if they're a Final Four team. No, I wouldn't either. All right, Vandy. Sell, 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 sell. sell, sell. sell. All right, no stock. All right, I want. I'm using that because I want to pivot that to that because that's why I put them last. I got a couple of nil questions for you. Okay. A discussion we haven't really talked about. Okay. And I want to get your opinion on it. Mm-hmm. And something I've been thinking a lot about, uh, especially as baseball season transitions in and we've gone from football to basketball now getting into baseball. Mm-hmm. In today's world of NIL and collectives, do you, in your opinion, do you think it's realistic uh, for a athletic department to be competitive in all three major sports? In general, mm-hmm. no. I mean, are there exceptions to that? Sure. Um, you know, there are a few places that have really deep pockets where the, maybe you have a booster who's willing to, or a company, in LSU's case with, what's the name of the bat, DeMarini, mm-hmm. where you have a business that's basically willing to fund a sport that sort of takes it out of the purview where you can figure out the rest. But as a rule, no, I, th- I think you've got some decisions to make. And the big decision that has to be made by a lot of these programs, especially the p- programs that are in the power two, is simply this. It's very simple. Can you afford to not be a contender for the college football playoff? That is the question you have to ask. If you're in the room, you have to say, okay, we've got this pie. Call it whatever kind of pie you want to call it. Peanut butter. Peanut butter pie. It's my favorite. Okay. Peanut butter pie. We've got this peanut butter pie. That's all the pie we've got right now. So make another pie is not an option for this conversation. This is our pie. Behold. There it is. You put whipped cream on it? Sure. Okay. Put whipped cream on it. But but you're in but you all you've got is this pie. Okay? All right. How much of this pie are we giving to football? Because I can justify give the whole pie to them. Give it to them. Now you got to go to the playoff. If you go to the playoff, it's probably worth it. Who yeah. cares? Now, okay. So if I'm the guy that's in the room and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool, but we're not going to the playoff. Realistically, we're not. We're not going to the playoff. Okay, so how much of the pie do I save for other sports? And by other sports, I mean men's basketball and at a few places, baseball. I don't give any pie to anything else. Yeah. Nobody else gets any pie. They're the ones that have to figure out a way to go make a, a a a different something. Which that answer pivots me in the next question. Okay. Last question for you. At mm-hmm. what point do ADs start pivoting from football to basketball and baseball? To basketball and baseball. Well, when you make the determination that you're just not pretty enough to get invited to that pageant. There are teams that fit this criteria. Now. Yes. I mean, it's hard, right? It, it's looking in the mirror and going, all right, they're having a sexiest man competition. I'd really love to be in that competition because that means I'm one of the sexiest men. But I'm not. And that's hard, right, to go, I, I can't. I'm, I'm never, I'm never going to make the top 12 of that competition. There's too many. Look at all the, look at all the beautiful women. Look at all the sexy guys, whatever, whatever, whatever you want to use. I, I don't I'm never gonna make the top twelve. And to 
to scratch in this competition, I got to be top 12. Because in football right now, you don't have to make the top 12 every year, Tyler. But if you're not a consistent perennial contender for the top 12, you're wasting time. You've got decisions. You have decisions to make. All right, so let me ask you this. And this is what I was getting at with this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We talk about all the time what is the amount of money that it takes to be competitive in football? We've said anywhere between eight and whatever, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's as low as eight, but I don't think eight does it anymore. It's 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 twelve to fifteen. And you wonder does that number go up? Now that number might come down because look, there's a lot of schools that are super invested in it right now that when the wins don't happen, because look, not everybody's gonna make it. I mean, how many how many how many programs would you say right now are pretty damn committed to competing for the playoff? Committed to doing it? Committed to competing for the playoff. Like really serious about it. I'd say it's between, not just lip service. I'd say twenty. Okay. So eight of those twenty aren't gonna make it. And so when you don't make it, you got to assess why. And then you have fans who are going to say, well, I, I, man, I gave you a lot of money. You didn't make it. I'm miserable. The people in my life hate me for giving the money to that. I can't do it again. I can't do it this year. And so suddenly you're not as competitive, right? I mean, it's, 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 go, it's not going to be a stagnant, static deal. There will be programs that are competitive one year that, kind of aren't realistically the next. But as a rule, the question you have to ask yourself is, and it goes back to your first question. So this is where the two questions overlap. Yeah. If our goal is legitimately to be a playoff contender, to be one of the 20 teams that have a legitimate shot at one of the 12 spots, how much pie do we have to give? Because at some of those places, the answer is the whole pie. Yeah. The whole pie. The, every bite of it. Because a lot the the collective and the top twenty don't match all the time. Yeah. So the, if the and if the answer is the whole pie, then the, the 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 rest of that answer is the rest of those sports, man. What you tell the coach is you're on your own. You can't have any of that pie. You got to go make some pie, which means that coach is going to do two things. One, he's either going to get frustrated and and start using it as a quote excuse, even though it's valid. Or two, he's going to make his own pie. He's going to win and he's going to haul ass because he's not going to stay right. And then there are some programs that are probably going to look at this and go, okay, how do we do this gracefully? But is there a way for us to win seven and a half games a year in football? Be competitive enough that our fans are somewhat engaged. And then let's take that money and let's be a force in these other sports. Let's be, let's be a beast in football, in, in men's basketball, in baseball. That let's let's turn February through June into a time that our fans are pretty pumped about what's going on in our athletics program enough to overcome September, October, November, December, when there's a certain degree of disappointment that yet again, we're not a contender for the playoff. And the reason I say this is I'm sitting here thinking about this this weekend. Take somebody like Vandy. Okay. Let's just take Vandy. How much money it's it's Mariucci, by the way. It's not Demer, whatever, but as Drew says, the point holds. I mean, you have a, a company funding everything. How much money would it take for Vanderbilt to become a player in SEC football? Let's be honest. Twenty million. Okay. Fifteen to twenty million. All right. I mean, you can buy the players. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me ask you a question. If you're an SEC team mm -hmm. 
and I gave you $4 million for football, what would your record be? In the league? Mm-hmm. No, just what would your record oh, be? Oh, I mean, I don't know. Six and six? Six and six, five and seven. What there. if I gave your basketball coach $4 million oh, to, we're, to we're, do 13 players? We're competing. Big time competing. Oh, no, we're like the, you're going to get everybody. We're a second weekend team with a chance to go to the Final Four. Do you see what I'm getting at yeah, here? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. So if I'm a team that's raising, I'm struggling every year to get $8 million. What if you give a baseball team $4 million? Yeah, no. I mean, you're, well, you're, 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 you're LSU. And so my point is this, is uh, uh, you uh, can go fund two sports. Yes, the question is, can you, can you do it well enough that in the middle of October, when you are no longer a contender for the playoff, your fans are happy enough that they'll come to your games? Yeah. Like, like people do this at Kentucky. <clears throat> people do this at Arkansas, at South Carolina. And you ask those questions. And here's the question. At any of those places, middle of October, you're at South Carolina. You've already got three losses. You're not making the playoff. You're going to be damn good at basketball, and maybe you just went to Omaha. Is that enough? Is that enough in this football? And we live in a, right now, football crazy oh, world. Yeah. The NFL, I love it too. The NFL gets gazillion numbers, and college football is the only thing in all of sport that competes. I mean, the, everything else has become niche. Like you just said it a minute ago. You're a college basketball junkie. Yeah. And you really just start – I know you had the betting thing. Yeah. But you really – if it weren't for the betting thing, this would be about the time that you actually yeah, really right started Super watching it. Yeah, right after Well, that's middle of February. Yeah. So you're only a relevant sport for about six weeks. When do, when do people not – who aren't like me, I'm, a, I'm an NBA junkie, I watch it. But when do most people say, hey, you know what, I'll kind of keep up with the NBA, late April. Yeah, right to, after March Madness. To the NBA Finals. People watch playoffs. Charles and them are funny after the games, and you get to see drama, seven game series. You know, everybody loves Game Seven. You get some of those. When, when's Major League Baseball truly relevant? To not to, not to people like you and me who follow a team really closely. When, when postseason? People watch the postseason when it doesn't interfere with football. When is football relevant? The whole damn year. So that's your question as an AD. There's so there's the rational because rationally, if I'm like Arkansas. Kentucky. If I'm rational, screw it. I'm not. I don't care about football. Let's let's get let's get five million dollars for basketball. We'll be competitive. Everybody's gonna love it. We'll get massive crowds. Bud Walton will be <laughs> five million dollars for thirteen players. Bud Walton's gonna <laughs> Bud Walton's gonna be rocking. We're gonna go to the tournament. It's gonna be super fun. I mean, they did the last three years. They went to two Elite Eights and a Sweet Sixteen. And and I mean, obviously, I've got kids there, and and my kids who aren't sports fans were super into it. So everybody's into it. You can't get a ticket. People are camped out for days to get in. The whole yeah. deal. That's exciting. And in baseball, you pack it out all the time. And you've seen that at Ole Miss, right? With the you get the the big big crowds, and it's really big for morale and around town and all that stuff. But what happens in football season when you're not you're not invested in it, and you just get skull drug week after week after week? I don't know. How, I don't know that it really works. And so. That's the crazy part about all this NIL stuff, that if you're in one of those rooms making these decisions, it's it's you can make a rational decision, except sports aren't rational. Right. I guess that's my point. It's like if you're in a league, and I guess that's why I use Vandy, okay, you're in the SEC, you're getting your SEC check. Whether they go 0-12 yeah. in yeah. football or they go 12-0, and they're getting the same cut from the TV. They deal. might be the one exception. Their fan base is so conditioned to the losing that I don't know that they really care as long as they're competitive in the other. 
I mean, Corbin's done a fantastic job with their baseball. And they're not, and, and in the Cooper Chevrolet chat, Craig Bowen brings up a good point. I had thought about that. I didn't bring it up earlier. But baseball doesn't pay the bills. You know, baseball barely breaks even at a great school. Yeah. Um, but basketball can make a little money. But we're talking about morale here, right? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about fans. You're paying for morale. Being anyway. happy. That's you're, what NIL is. Yeah. I mean, you're. It's just, I don't know. I just, I think it, it's one, it's hella cheaper. And you're spending, if you're spending I mean, if were, $8 million to, bear, to go to win eight games. Because if it's just money, I mean, all you really want to do with just money is just be competitive. Yeah. I mean, people are spending $8 million to win eight games. All right. So, but yeah. if you take half of that and go win a damn national championship in basketball, that just, I, I, I'm with morale. I, I don't know. That's part of me thinks that it could be better. All right, Neil, a couple more things. And we'll get you out of here today. Um, I thought this was one of the most interesting things that barely got covered this weekend. Uh, I think this happened on Friday or Saturday. Jimmy Garoppolo gets mm-hmm. suspended for two games for PEDs. Okay. I knew he was pumping. Look, <laughs> look at that guy. I mean, the guys. It wasn't steroids. Oh. It wasn't steroids. They won't say what it is. They would just said it wasn't steroids. Um, it was. They just said it was something that he needed a prescription for, and he didn't have it. Okay. And I was like, it, when I looked at that, I didn't really think of anything of it until I saw an article come out and I read about it. How about this? Because he failed the drug test, mm-hmm. the Raiders can now release him without penalty. Ooh. He's and they will before yeah, March the first. For sure. That decision cost him eleven point two five in base salary next year, and he was to get an eleven point two five million dollar roster bonus on March the 1st. That was a $22.5 million dollar mistake. And look, he's going to play somewhere next year. Oh, he'll yeah. go he'll, be a backup somewhere. Oh, no, he'll get a contract. Um, the Falcons will be, probably be in line going, hey, oh, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. You know, um, but. Yeah, he'll get some of it back, certainly. But, yeah. Man, I, I, know, I know I shouldn't say this, and this is all allegedly and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. In the current world that we, we're involved in, mm-hmm. in my conspiracy theory brain, mm-hmm. doesn't it make you wonder if somebody was like, hey, hey, Doc. Are you about to say you think Garoppolo <laughs> killed Kennedy? <laughs> Son of a bitch. He was there. But it makes you think. Does he like, have an alibi? I think so. I, I don't think he was a glimmer in his daddy's eye in November of 63. I don't think he was a. Do you think he's covering for his father? Ooh, could be. Maybe. But doesn't it make you think like somebody's like, hey, hey, Doc. I mean, Ted Cruz's dad. You know? Hey, hey, Doc, why don't you slip him some of this right oh, here? Oh, sure. Sure. Hey, he'll just get suspended two you'd games. Like but to hey, th- we can get out of this contract. You'd like to think that no doctor would be that unscrupulous. But then again. <laughs> but then again, Neil, this then is again, America. We're just four years removed from the vaccine. Have I mentioned to this episode yet is brought to you by the Biden. <laughs> it is Biden. Biden Harris, Biden Harris, twenty twenty four. Go get them, kids. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, the uh, the last part we we're going to finish this up with a, little, with a little betting stuff. Next up on the show, it's the vice president <laughs> of the United States, Kamala. Did I tell Harris. you that that Fauci's going to join us live on Thursday? Is he? Yeah, I forgot to tell you that earlier. All right. Um, completely ruining my golf weekend that I was so excited about. So I had a win bet on Jordan Spieth. He decided to sign for a wrong scorecard on Friday and gets disqualified from the tournament. How's that happen? I don't know. I mean, I, I know it happens. It doesn't happen very often. Um, but between him and the caddy, somebody screwed it up. But he, he wrote down a three instead of a four on the hole. 
Um, and he gets disqualified, and he was like, I don't know, four or five shots off the lead going in. I was kind of okay. I got a shot here because um, Cantlay shit the bed yesterday. So, you know, if he'd have played, he probably would have been in. He'd definitely been in contention. Um, and then Tiger withdrew, which I've never been so excited for somebody to have the flu in my life. I was really down Friday afternoon, man. I was really down. I moved desk upstairs, turned on. I was doing some doing some uh, man stuff, assembling and disassembling some things, and had it on. And all of a sudden, he hops on the golf cart, you know, and goes in. And I'm like, he's he's hurt again. It's first tournament back, but he disqualified for an illness. I think he was shitting himself. I think he had the flu. Um, so he just he was he did not look well. Yeah, he did not look he did not look healthy. Um, as far as being sick, it but, happens. But he uh he withdrew. So that killed all of my fantasy and and uh, and bets for the weekend because I had the top Tiger top twenty bet. He wouldn't have made it anyway. All right, uh, last thing, and it's about to come on here in three minutes. So I, I, was literally, get this. I was literally about to flip for you. It's going to be on Fox. All right, so get, you got three minutes to place your bets. This is what I'm doing for Daytona 500, which is coming on in three minutes. Probably should have started to show with this. I, am, I have uh, four win bets for $10 a piece. That's what I usually do for the races. These are total crapshoots, so I'm taking odds. Um, I'm, I got Tyler Reddick and, and Christian Bale both for plus 1,800. Okay. Uh, they actually both won the, the dual races um is on thursday J- so jj's bro- brother no it is not jj this okay. is tyler he's about four foot shorter than jj okay this guy's like five foot one he's short all right but they are he's also on the show by the way okay but they both won the race they'll have good track position to start so i got them at plus 1800 i got michael mcdowell at plus 2200 he's a former winner he's in the he's in a ford they're very strong he raced well the other day he looked good i watched the race for that and then my flyer my flyer great odds could not pass this up I got Austin Dillon, past winner at Daytona. I got Austin Dillon at plus 5,000. So if you got any, you know, if you're a real tree fan, if you're a Bass Pro Shops fan, we need Austin Dillon to win this race for plus 5,000 odds for your boy. Okay. If Austin Dillon wins this thing, you'll hear me screaming from uh, down across town. Uh, I got him at plus 5,000 for Austin Dillon. So what, I got. What, what car is he in? He is in the number three. Is that a Ford? Uh, he is in a Chevy. In a Chevy. Yep. Childress, you, Richard Childress Chevy. Okay. All right. There's the Bass Pro Shops. He does real tree. He does it all. He's a uh he is a really um he he's not on this show. He's on another there's another show that he has. He has his own reality show on the channel on mm-hmm. I think USA Network. Okay. Uh but I like Austin Dillon. And he ate pizza at my favorite pizza place back home, so I like him. But it's a complete crap shoot, so just go for odds if you're betting Daytona. Um. Oh, it just got pushed back. He said, "My oh, man, really? Tupelo Reb said, how did it get pushed back? It hasn't been raining all day. I don't know. What are we doing? Oh, Neil? maybe the track's wet. I mean, come on. They just got. That's fine. You got time to get your bets put in. If it got pushed back, we'll see in a second. All right. Um. And we're going in this bad boy with Criteria Club, Neil. Okay. Okay. Criteria Club continued his hot streak till Saturday, and then your good friend Chase Parham. Okay. So we hit our morning bet. And Chase, uh, Chase's have been a criteria club lingerer. Okay. Okay. All right. He's been like keeping track. And just like a lot of these people, they start seeing us win. And they're like, hey. He's been window shopping. He's been window shopping. Okay. He hasn't been a member of criteria Hadn't club. Hadn't come in and bought the clothes. Hasn't bought the clothes. Okay. He watches everybody else walk out yeah. with nice new clothes. Yeah. And he's like, man, I, I surely he's like that. Like, I don't I know. Don't know. Do I don't want to spend on that. I don't uh, know. Yeah. Uh, I'm indecisive. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, PC Rebel in the Cooper Chevrolet chat says there's a fuel dump on the track. We need oh, to get that cleaned up. Can't have that. I never will forget. You won't. You may actually remember this. I was actually here when we came from Arkansas State with Freeze. Yeah. That that Daytona got 
postponed too. I was all fired up because we were having some off time. I got home, got back to the condo in time to watch Juan Pablo Montoya in the in the in the uh Who could ever forget? Who could ever forget in the uh caution lap run into the back of the jet dryer. <laughs> Just didn't even see it. Boom. Oh, boom. That that blew messed, it up. That, that messed funny. up a car. It'll mess it'll ruin your day. All right. Um but you know, Chase, Chase is window shopping. And you know what? We won the morning bet. Mm-hmm. Cashed it easy. Not yeah. one game was any was all all of them were double digits. Yeah. I mean, just cruising. That a boy. Easy. Easy money. It was yeah. like plus two hundred, right at plus two hundred. Easy That's money. Fourteen parlay. And then Chase, we're rolling with a second one. Mm-hmm. The second parlay is just rolling along. Stephen F. Austin has a sixteen point lead at home. The Jacks. The Jacks. Yeah. The Lumberjacks. Mm-hmm. They are located in Nacogdoches, Texas. In case you're yeah, curious, I, I'm aware. Not Nacogdoches. No, I'm to be confused with my Northwestern with State Forkham Demons. The Demons. Um, alumni. Um, got my graduate degree from there. Master's in education. Right? Sure do. How about that? How about that? I have a master's in education. You and I both have master's degrees from directional schools in Louisiana. Hey. No wonder this show is so good. <laughs> that is the secret sauce. I mean, sauce. there it is. So Chase hops on. He's like, all right, I've seen enough. I'm going to join. I'm going to partake in the Criteria Club. From that moment on, this Stephen F. Austin Lumberjacks decided to drop a 16-point lead with eight minutes to play. So, I, And then the after the night parlay just got crushed before it got started. So since Chase has joined on, I don't know if he's got in the bad luck or what, are, what he's doing. we got to, we got to figure it out. However, with that being said, never fear we have Criteria Club for this evening. Here is the official Criteria Club picks for tonight's games. We're taking Howard. Okay, this is all money line. Howard. This is a 14 parlay. We're taking Howard. Okay. We're taking Delaware State. Delaware State, baby. We're taking the Texas Longhorns. Hook them. And we're taking the Houston Cougars. My son, he bees a coog. Okay, that will pay you 177 plus 177. I'm going in for one unit. If you want to go like a small unit and you want to get crazy, because we got some people that like you, you post the parlay games and they without doing with the Criteria Club games and without doing research, they want to put in like 13 team parlays and stuff. If you want to get crazy, you can add two more. You can add Jackson State, the Tigers, and Maryland Eastern Shore, the Shoremen. That will be a 16 parlay. I'm not sure what Maryland Eastern Shore I is. I have no idea. Like, I look at their logo. I don't even know what the logo is. At plus 432. Where is Howard? Is that in D.C.? Um, It's somewhere up there. Yeah. I don't know exactly the town, but it's up there somewhere. Okay. But the official picks is Howard, Delaware State, Texas, and Houston at plus 177. I'm going to do it for one unit. Um, But this is basically how it works, and just so everybody knows, like, oh, how do you do that? If you go in one unit and you and you, but you got to be consistent with the amount you bet. You don't just win and then dump it all in the next one. I'm sure I'm sure people do that. But like, let's say I win today and I lose tomorrow, I'm still have a 77 percent return on my investment. Mm-hmm. And you never lose. Like you always have a winning record, so you just keep building the bankroll. So there's no need to like uh, get crazy with it. Just stay stay consistent and do what you do on the Criteria Club. Same unit today that you're going to bet tomorrow and just let your bankroll build. Gotcha. And I can't wait till tournament time because I'm, I'm curious how it works out on neutral courts. I want to expand oh. my research. Oh, you will. I want to expand my research. Neutral courts, things get a little get a little squirrely. Yeah, and then, and then so in this Mondays are slow, Fridays and Sundays are slow, but Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday are bigger days for the Criteria Club. Um, and when you have a ton of games – you can even narrow it down more this yeah. late in the season because they've probably already played. Right. 
And so if a team goes and beats somebody on the road and they're and they fit the criteria at home, they're probably gonna win. Yeah. But if they lose on the road, you should leave alone. I kind of let that it play because it could might, be a matchup. Could be a matchup thing. I just, I just, yeah. I kind of let it, kind of let it hold, kind of let it play. Okay. So, Neil, um, I guess we got like five minutes, four minutes. All right. Um, this happened after I did the outline for today. I could not help but bring it up. I was really confused. So Friday. And I may mispronounce his name, so forgive me. George uh, Klykoff gets let go as the commissioner of the Pac-12. He gets yes. shown the door. Mm-hmm. Kind of had a rough tenure. Well, I didn't know if he got shown the door or he showed himself the door because I was like, was I didn't. When I, both. when I saw it come across the ticker, I was just like, oh, I think he just didn't have a job because there's no more Pac-12. That's what went through my mind. Okay. And then I'm just. Making our little outline today, right at lunch. I'm looking into my phone dings and I look over at it and it says Teresa Gould announces the new commissioner of the Pac 12. I said, huh? I didn't know there was a Pac 12 left. And you can't make this up when you read the press release. It says she's going to be the first female commissioner of an autonomy five conference. Has anybody let them know yet? Has anybody told them yet? I mean, listen, I'm going to give <laughs> as someone as someone who has some experience in marketing and public relations and, and that that is excellent spin. Has nobody told that them is, yet? Hey, look. Hey, 10 of your 12 are no longer there. <laughs> I mean, you're no longer okay. in the power four. You still have two. Still have two. Got the beeves and the kooks. Is this a pride thing? Like, no, it's it's a legalese. They're trying to hang on to the brand, and and hope that there's a new cycle here soon where they take a bunch of Mountain West and whatever. So they have a football deal with the Mountain West Conference, and they have a basketball deal with the West. Well, and they still have they still have some naming rights, and they still have some network rights, and I mean, it's just a way to hold on to a little bit of money and hope that the fortunes turn. Yeah, but I just I didn't think anybody let and and. It's like somebody forgot to let them know that, hey, uh, there's a – I bet I, I wouldn't look – if I was Teresa, I would not look for Greg Sankey to be calling her on the on, on the phone asking to come join the Alliance anytime soon. They must be about to get started. They're singing the anthem. Well, we got to get the fuel out of there, you know, so that yeah. fuel dry fast. They're getting ready to go. It's yeah. sunny, clear skies. There's Harrison Burton, Chase Elliott. Yeah. We got to get you a driver. There's Ryan Blaney. We got to get you a driver. He's, like, he's doing well. They most always do. Yeah. Do you know what the shocking thing is? Is when you go to a race and you get to be by the drivers, it will blow your mind how short they are. Yeah. I mean, I look like I'm a center on, on a basketball. If I played on a NASCAR basketball team, I'd be playing the five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about there is some certified card carrying midgets out there, and, I, and, I'm a, and I'm also a card carrying midget. There is some short dudes out there. I'm talking about like short, short. It'd blow your mind. So you're saying some of these ladies are in it for the money? <laughs> Is that what you're getting at? They they did not. Hey, they just love their short kings. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. They just like they just like those short yeah. guys. That's what it is. Yeah. Now you'll see somebody like Michael Walter, and Michael Walter's like six five. He looks like he looks like Jolly Green Giant out there. But like Dale Jr. was like five ten, five eleven. Yeah. He was he looked tall. But like Jeff Gordon, Tyler Reddick, you know, they're just there's some short dudes out there, man. In real life, I like it. 
I'm talking about some short, short dudes. So it's like, yeah, they don't like that guy right there. You see him? He was, yeah. He's, he's like, I was Tyler Reddick. It's AJ Allmendinger. We're going to get you right. We're going to get you all, name, knowing all of them. You just got to pick a driver. That's what you got to do. Okay. We don't pull for AJ Allmendinger because he, he's not, uh, we got to pull for Tyler Reddick. Okay. All right. This is who we got to pull for today Tyler Reddick. We got to pull for Austin Dillon. We also got to pull for Ty Gibbs. Okay. And then Riley. Is he Hurst. related to Joe Gibbs? He is. This is his grandson. Oh, how about that? His dad owns his grand Joe Gibbs owns Gibbs Racing. Yeah. He's got four cars in it. How about that? And then he's on the show. Joe Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Won and a Super Bowl. He did. He did. Yeah. And then uh, Riley Herbs, because they are driving. We have three monster cars in the race tonight. So that's why you got to pull for the monster cars. Okay, I'll pull for, for monster cars. Sure. So. That's all we got. All right. Speaking of Monster, this show, like all McCready and Siski shows, brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. So check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. For uh, Tyler Siski, I'm Neil McCready. We'll be back on Thursday with uh, episode 154 of McCready and Siski. Until then, have a great week. Talk to you soon. Bye. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua, and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.